Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a film directed by Jordan Peele, whom we know much better as a comedian. This is his directorial debut. The film is called Get Out. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, Alison Williams, Mm -hmm. Bradley Whitford, and Catherine Keener. It begins when Chris, played by Daniel Kaluuya, and Rose, Allison Williams, are in an interracial love affair in the city, and they are planning for the first time to go up into the suburbs. I think it's in Connecticut. Oh, yes, I would say so. To meet her family, and she hasn't bothered telling them that her boyfriend is African-American. So, of course, he is quite nervous about that, but she assures him that her parents are super liberal and they're going to love him. I think she says to him, I would have told you if they were racist. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So he arrives and her parents, Bradley Whitford and Catherine Keener, are just wonderful to him. Oh, aren't they though? They really are to the point where I got uncomfortable because I thought, what's coming here? This couldn't be working. These are very comfortable, well-off people. And they're nice, but maybe a little too nice. Little they're too friendly, nice. but maybe a little too friendly. They have this party, this picnic party, I should say. And of course, everybody there is white except the gardener, Walter, who is a strange-looking guy. Everybody goes out of their way to be very, very nice to Chris. And I'm thinking to myself, what's going to happen? Because At the beginning of this film, I thought, this is pretty funny. Yes. I mean, it's not drop-dead funny, but you sit there and you chuckle and you say, oh, my goodness, this is going to be something. Mm -hmm. And as we go on, this film changes. Yes, it does. Very much. Right. I was fascinated. I was, too. By the way that this whole thing was put together, that you go in expecting one thing, and it turns out to be another thing. I loved this movie. I did, too. I think that the character Chris first senses that something is a little askew when they pull into the house and he notices the groundskeeper is an African-American and he's kind of zombie-like. He's not 100% alert. Right. And then there's the housemaid who has a similar kind of robotic stance. This kind of worries Chris. Later, when he's having a one-to-one chit-chat with his girlfriend's mother, again, played by Catherine Keener, she says that she, as a psychologist, she uses all kinds of therapy and so on to relax her clients. And he mentions that he would like to maybe stop smoking, and so therefore maybe she could use some of these techniques on him. And before he knows it, he is under the spell. (laughs) And it only takes the little tinkling of a teacup on a saucer to put him out, so to speak. So there are some oddball things that continue to rattle Chris all through the getting to know you stage of the movie. And of course, it all culminates with this outdoor garden party with all of these very well-meaning people, but dropping liberalisms all over the place, not the least of which was the father who said to Chris, you know, I would have voted for Barack Obama had he run for a third term. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Chris by now is like, these people are great, but uh uh-uh, something's up. Something isn't working here. I remember back in the 60s, Anne, going to a party in New York. Everybody was kind of pseudo-hippie and Everything was nice Mm -hmm. until the doorbell rang and a black couple arrived. 
And there was silence from everybody because they didn't expect this. And then everybody rushed up to shake their hand and welcome them. And somebody actually said, you know, I've always loved Jackie Robinson. What a great baseball player. Yeah, right. And I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. Well, the faux pas continue to pile up in this movie, yeah. not just from the guests at the party, but the mother and the father start showing their true selves, I think. There is a surprise revelation towards the end of the film, which, of course, we're not going to give out. No. But suffice it to say that Chris is put into a torturing situation. And when he's being tortured, he cries out to his captor, why me? Why us? Why black people? And the answer is, who knows, from the torturing human being. Right. So, you know, there are a lot of interesting passages in this movie. I think that Jordan Peele does a bang-up job of combining horror and comedy. Yes. This is really tough to do, folks, unless you're doing a out-and-out crazy satire, I'll say Mel Brooks. Sure. But this isn't Mel Brooks. This is a definite horror movie with overtones of Hitchcock. There's a little bit of Stepford Wives here, and there's certainly the classic Guess Who's Coming to Dinner card that's oh, played yeah. almost from the beginning. Sure, sure. I thought it was a very original crack at movie making, and I think that Jordan Peele did a tremendous job here for his first feature film, and I suspect he's going to get tons of work because this movie racked in millions at the box office. I absolutely agree with you, and I love the word that you just used because I thought the same thing. It is so original. Mm -hmm. I've seen movies of every sort, as you have. Right. I never saw anything quite like this. I was sitting there saying, am I supposed to laugh? Am I supposed to hide my right. face? What's the deal here? I just thought it was fascinating. You know, Les, one critic described this movie as the most controversial, nerviest approach to race on film in years. Yes. Jordan Peele puts out the most interesting question at the very top of the film. The sequence involves the main character, Chris, walking down a street all alone. And what he's saying to us is, is there anything scarier than being a black man today in America. But then he wants us to also think to ourselves, is there anything scarier for a black man than to be in America these days? Yep. That is a crucial part of this film because you're to look at it from two points of view, from the white man's point of view and from the African-American point of view. That is a very tough concept to pull off and Jordan Peele really did a great job. It's audacious, yep. and I thought it was pretty darn satisfying. I think that a lot of people didn't want to go see this movie for one reason or another. I urge you to find it in a theater or rent it oh, when sure. it comes out or something. You've got to see this movie, no matter where you are, socially, politically. Right. Something is going to really touch you in this film and entertain the heck out of you. I agree. I'd say that this is a wild ride in this boy's funhouse. <laughs> For me, Get Out gets a green light. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to give it a green light, too. I was anxious to go see it because I'd heard a little bit about it. I had heard Jordan Peele interviewed on the radio, and I thought, this ought to be interesting. He's so smart. It goes so well beyond interesting and clever, scary, funny, and amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm certainly going to urge everybody to try to see this. 
sit there, watch it all the way through. It's sensational. Yes. So two green lights for Get Out. We're going to come back and do another film very shortly. We hope that you will come with us. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that nobody will tell you to get out the next time you go to the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.